Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. So good to have you guys here today, and I hope you guys are having an amazing day wherever it is you are listening from. And as our analytics tell us, you guys are listening from all over the world. We got listeners in France, Russia, Australia, New Zealand, the States, Canada, uh, I think maybe a little bit in South America, I forget now, but um, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. It is such an honor. And I got to be honest, like I have this dream of impacting the world, you know, with with my message with deep clean, because I really believe that there are men literally all around the world who, who need help in these areas, who want guidance to become better, more godly, more successful, confident men. And um, I think I'm just I'm amazed at how easy podcasts make it to do that so uh you guys listening from wherever it might be it's a dream come true and um i'm just honored honored to be able to serve you in this way it's really really fun uh today's gonna be a a bit of a different episode um i would say as i as i've done more episodes now we've crossed the 50 threshold which is pretty cool um, I'm realizing that there's there's a couple different styles that these episodes take on. Obviously, um, the most uh, like the most common is the interview format, and we're probably doing interviews maybe once a week right now. And then there's uh, episodes where uh, that are more like teachy. It's like you know, here's the concept, here's how it works, and it's a pretty in depth explanation with you know maybe some research or scriptural backing uh, to go along with it. And then there's others that are sort of, um, I don't know, the other episodes I think are more like, um, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's kind of just like, it's just talking. It's conversational. That's the word I was looking for. It's conversational and, uh, and a lot more laid back. It's not an interview per se, but you know, it's just, it's, it's laid back. There's no like complete structure to it. Uh, it's a little bit more chill. Today's going to be some sort of hybrid between the conversational format and the teaching format. And, um, and it's, it's a funny subject as well, but I, I just, it happens too often in life to ignore. And, and that's one of the things I'm really starting to notice in, in the podcast is that it's not just about having, you know, great content, but I really, I think it's just important that we talk about just regular things in life. And, and that's really what we're all on this journey for. We're trying to make sense of life. We want to understand ourselves and we want to understand this world that God has placed us in. And it, it is not easy. It's very difficult to gain understandings of this area. And so uh, anything that I can talk about that's going to help, I'm, uh, that's kind of my MO. And, uh, and yes, what we were talking about today, it falls into that category and, and it does have an implication for you getting free of porn as well. And you'll see how everything ties together as we go on. So here's the basic premise that there are weird phenomenon that take place in life. Uh, you know, um, it, it might be like you have a dream about something and you don't think anything of it. And then a couple months or maybe a couple years later, your 
in this moment and you realize this is that thing I dreamed about. I didn't even, I don't even remember the dream. I couldn't have recalled it five seconds ago. But now that I'm in this moment, I know I've had this dream before. You're having like a deja vu experience. Uh, there's phenomena like you buy a new car, okay? And you, you've just decided like you really want to get this, uh, you know, this Malibu. You want a Chevy Malibu and there's no other car for you. And so you start hunting online. You're going through, uh, you know, Kijiji or uh, Facebook Marketplace, whatever it is. You're scouring the internet. You're looking for it. And I don't think that's the right word. I think it's scrounging. But anyway, you're looking through the internet and you get the Malibu, you test drive it, it feels great, you give your hard-earned money, you buy it, and everywhere you look, you see Chevrolet Malibus. Now, there's more of a scientific explanation for that, um, that's, it, that kind of practice is triggering a part of our brain called the reticular activating system, um, which is basically the part of our brain that's, that's taught to recognize or wired to recognize things that are important. So anyway, that's a, a little bit different. But you have these kinds of phenomena that are are difficult to to really explain. And you kind of know that there's like, you're like, okay, I think God's sort of in this, but this is also just weird. And is, am I weird if I think God does this or that God's in it? You know, like it, it's just lots of different things to reconcile. And, um, and I wanted to talk about something in particular today that I... I found to be quite um, impactful for me lately. And so I will share kind of what's been going on with my life and and how it's um, played in. But it's this whole idea of symbolism. And um, that that really ties into dreams a lot. That's where you'll hear it, especially uh, if you if you read throughout the Bible and you look at some of the more um, some of the more prominent dreamers like uh, Joseph of the Old Testament who, you know, he had the dream of the the stars bowing down to him and that represented his brothers. So here you have like this representation of celestial bodies and kin or family. Uh, and then, of course, his ability to understand dreams becomes quite helpful because it gets him out of prison. Eventually, he interprets dreams for a cupbearer and for um, a baker. And uh, his ability to interpret those dreams gets him favor uh, with Pharaoh and eventually launches him into um, just incredible prominence. So that's a good that's a good example. But, you know, you have dreams all throughout um, Joseph of the New Testament, the, the father of Jesus, um, so to speak, not biologically, but um, but the guy who raised Jesus uh, had several dreams when Jesus was a baby about where to go and and God kind of used dreams to guide him. So anyway, I'm I'm getting a little bit off topic here, but the point is that dreams carry in them a lot of symbolism, a lot of meaning, and and they they can often um uh what's the way to say it? Dreams can often um they're not always what you think they are, but if you can decode the symbolism, there's profound meaning hidden behind it. And, um, and I, I've realized with, with time, as I've started to kind of pay more attention to this, I I don't pay tons of attention to my dreams. Although sometimes I have dreams that are just unmistakably God. So, um, and I had one of those last night, interestingly enough, but, um, but there's also these kinds of phenomena that take place in real life where, you know, something just starts speaking to you, you know, like, it's like, yeah, this is the same car that I've driven for five years, 
But all of a sudden it's like I'm looking at it and I can't help but think of X, Y, Z or, or it's like, I just have this, this sense, like this sense that, that X, Y, Z is going to happen. It's, it's these weird intuitive kind of experiences and, and, um, they often happen in layers. And so I'm going to give you my personal example with this, and then I'm going to kind of tie it all together and and apply it into a, a porn recovery context. Um, my wife, uh, unfortunately got into a car accident a couple of weeks ago. Now, now she's totally fine, but like, I mean, literally not even a scratch and, and God completely had her hand of protection over her. But unfortunately, just the way that the cars collided, uh, our vehicle was a write-off. So, um, this is so sad for me. <laughs> and when you guys read my book, you're going to find out how much I love my car. Um, but I, I'm so sad, you know, like no hard feelings against my wife. It, it was a, a very innocent accident the way it all happened. But I love this car. And I bought this car. It was my first car. I bought it with my hard earned money, man. I saved up for this vehicle. And it was nothing special. But there was one thing, one thing that made this car so near and dear to me. And that is that it was a standard. Okay, it was a stick shift. And I always wanted to learn how to drive stick shift. I always told myself, oh, it'd be fun to learn one day. And I just, when I was looking for cars, I realized, this was like five years ago, but when I was car shopping, I realized, hey, if I want to learn how to drive stick, I just got to buy one. So I bought one. I learned how to drive it the same day. It was really bad. Like the engine was smoking at one point. And like I said, you'll get all the juicy details about this in my book. But all this to say is I've loved this car from day one. And when I bought it, okay, this is the interesting thing. When I bought the car, I had just moved to the same city that my wife lived in. And, and at the time we were dating. So we had a bit of a long distance thing, nothing extraordinary, just like we were an hour and a half away. So we would see each other on weekends. I was moving to her city because I got a job at our church where we met. And, um, and so it was kind of this transition, transitionary season, right? Like lots was changing. Um, so I upgraded my vehicle. I bought my first car, bought a stick shift, moving to a new city, starting a new job, new relationship that's developing, uh, just like lots of transition. And, uh, if you've been following the podcast a little bit, you know that I'm going through transition again. And, um, and so the car is a write-off and we've been, you know, just going through insurance and, um, had some friends really just over the top, amazing friends who have lent us their vehicle for a couple months here. Um, so we, I, it was just yesterday actually that I, I sorted all this out. It's all still very fresh. And my wife said to me maybe a, a week ago or 10 days ago, she said, you know, um, this just occurred to me, but typically in dreams, um, vehicles represent ministry or personal life, ministry or personal life, ministry, vocation, personal life. So, um, you know, it, and, and she was kind of just saying like, what do you think that, do you think that means anything for what's happened, you know, with us lately, like the car, uh, being written off and all that. And, and just, just to make it super clear, like, I don't believe that like, oh, God wanted this car written off so that we'd get rid of it. So he caused that crash to happen. Like, I'm, I'm not really talking about that. But like I said, sometimes it's just these, these things just catch your attention and you, you just think, well, that's, 
that's really interesting. Like, is there something there? And it's, it's almost like a loose thread that you just, you kind of pull on to see is, is there more to this or is it just a tiny little thread that's going to come out after a pull? And, and, and oftentimes I would say that's what it is. Like, it's not that everything is, is a sign from heaven and everything is, um, is symbolic and whatever else. It's just that sometimes you get these little things and you, you just want to pull on them and see like, what's that all about? What is that? So that's, that's all this was. And we were having a conversation and I thought that's really interesting, you know, and the timing of it is crazy because I'm, we are undergoing another major transition. I am, I am now leaving that job, that job that I started when I bought my car, I'm leaving that job at the end of this week. And yes, when this releases that, that will still be true. I believe I'm recording at uh, uh, beginning of the week here. Um, so yeah, so it's just interesting that like, okay, I'm leaving the job. Um, and we're also considering uh, moving to Jamaica for six months. My wife's from Jamaica. And that's a whole nother story. And don't worry, that's not going to affect the podcast or anything else. Jamaica has good internet. I've been doing lots of research. Um, anyway, all is to say, like, uh, it's just interesting that like, th- these things are kind of aligning a little bit. So I've, I've been praying into it. And it, it's, it's given me some really good piece about the transition, the transitions that are going on. Um, cause transition is scary. And if you're any, well, if you're human, I was gonna say if you're anything like me, but this really is a human thing. When you go through transition, usually, um, you know, you'll make a decision like for me to, to leave my job at catch the fire. Uh, that's the name of my church, uh, to leave my job there and to, to go to deep clean full time. That's been super exciting. Like that is an exciting decision. It's it's like I have some big goals, uh, even financially for financial freedom and um and and you know really wanting to build deep clean up and to be a, an international brand that that impacts men all around the globe. And it's like wow, I'm I'm actually taking a step toward that and super exciting. And then you know you make the decision and you go a couple weeks in or months in and it's like what am I doing? I didn't think about X, Y, Z and the finances of it. And there's all this pressure and responsibility. And, you know, at some point when you make it, no matter how exciting the decision is, at some point, you're going to look back and go, wait, was that, was that the right thing? Did I do the right thing here? And, um, and anyway, I've, I've had that, I, I would say I've had a real back and forth up and down journey, making some of these transitions. And Jamaica was, was the same part of the reason I know all the stuff about internet is because I had a freak out day where I was like, oh, I didn't even I didn't even think about it. Like I, I agreed to do this. My wife is all excited because she gets to go back to her home country and, and live there for a while. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even look at the look up the internet. Like what if the internet sucks and I and my practice falls apart and then we don't have any money and then like it kind of just feeds into all my other insecurities and fears, you know. And so it's just it's I just think it's fascinating. It's fascinating uh, what you go through and yet there's these little clues, these little threads that God sort of throws you in life that if you pull on them, you actually start to find comfort. And you start to realize, oh my gosh, this is like, God, I don't know how all of these fears or concerns I have work out, but just the fact that you're speaking and that there's some symbolism here tells me you're with me, you know, and sometimes that's all we need. Um, there's a, a man from the States named uh, Chester, uh, I'm getting that right, Chester Kilstra. And he is the founder of a ministry called Restoring the Foundations. And they were one of the larger movements that really um, integrated 
healing of the heart with scripture. It, it, they really are a ministry, but I would say they, they have lots of practices that are almost psychology based. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but, but it's, it's inner healing. They, they, they were kind of inner healing pioneers. That's probably a better way to put it. And he said this, this statement in one of his teachings that has really stuck with me. And, and the statement is this abandonment is the, is the root of all roots. Abandonment is the root of all roots. And he was talking about root issues that really plague humanity and, and cause us to stumble, cause us to make poor decisions and fail in our relationships and uh, whatever else it might be. Abandonment is the root of all roots. And I find that often in, in vulnerable seasons where you're making transition or, you know, maybe your health isn't great or, you know, whatever it is, my fear of abandonment just rises to the top because I, I, I'm making a lot of these decisions, like the decision to go to Jamaica or to make the job transition. Those aren't things I just decided to, to do one day because it felt cool. Like these are things I prayed about. These are things I've really invited God into. And, um, and of course, like we, we've trusted that we've heard from God and, and that we're making the, the right decision. We're, we're moving in the right direction. But I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we forget or sometimes we need more confirmation. It's, it's like Gideon who asked for just one more sign. It's John the Baptist who after spending decades like declaring or preparing the way of the Lord, uh, he then wonders like, wait, Jesus, are you the Messiah? Like he has his, his moment of doubt. And, um, and we all have those experiences. And it's just amazing what a little bit of symbolism can do sometimes to bring comfort and, and to really calm those fears. And that's what this thing has been for me. Like this car thing, it's like, oh God, I, I don't know what it all means. I just know that you're in this. I see some alignment. It's, it's really fun. It's really cool. And God did actually speak something to me. And I, I don't know where you guys stand on, you know, uh, like hearing God's voice and that kind of stuff. But uh, for me, it's, it's foundational uh, to my walk. And, and I do believe that scripture is the best way to hear God's voice. But I do believe that still small voice is, is as important um, or is, is close in importance. Um, and, uh, and so I was praying about this one day and just talking and saying, you know, God, I, I, um, I, I'm just intrigued by all of this. And I, I really, I'm thankful that you're speaking and I'm, I'm so grateful. And I, I really, um, I just, I, I, I appreciate it. And I submit this to you. And if there's more to this, like, you know, talk to me kind of thing, like I'm, I'm all ears. And, uh, it's that, it's that thing that, that Eli told Samuel, you know, like, here I am, Lord, um, speak. And, and it's that kind of thing. Like, okay, I, here I am. Here's this thing. If, if there's something on this, you know, speak. And I, I heard God that, again, I heard that still small voice, not, not audibly, but whatever's right underneath audible. Um, I heard God say, Sathya, that car was perfect for this last season. And um, I don't know if I've really mentioned this on the podcast before, but I was serving uh, as an executive assistant for a mega church in, in Toronto. So um, so working uh, behind the scenes, more on the operation side of things, and then building deep clean on the side in the meantime. So so that's kind of been my thing. And and I, I really feel like the deep clean stuff is more what I'm meant to do, to be on, on the front, really, to be speaking and to be uh, a voice and a, and a leader and all that kind of stuff. And I, I really, um, I submitted those parts of my calling to God for the last four years to serve some leaders that I'm really um, fond of, some leaders that I knew I could grow from in a ministry that is deeply 
transformed my life. And, um, and I just, I heard God say, Sathya, that car, that, that little Chevy Cruze, that 2012 Chevy Cruze stick shift, it was perfect for you in that season. It was perfect for an executive assistant. Um, but Sathya, for this next season, that car wasn't going to do you any good. You, you are, you deserve a car worthy of the C-suite. And, um, that, that was it. It was just a simple statement. And before you think I'm like some prosperity gospel guy, like God wants me to have a Rolls Royce because he said it's a car worthy of the C-suite and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's, I, the essence of it was that it was, it was in some ways God saying, Sathya, I'm in this, I'm with you. And, and yeah, that car was, it was, there was great symbolism for that season. It, it represented it well. You're moving on to something else. And, and yes, you're, you're allowed to accept that this new car that you're going to get whenever that time comes, that this new car will be um, appropriate for what I'm calling you to next. And, um, and so it was, it was really cool. It was really fun and, and really comforting. And I've, I've had many experiences like this over the years. I've had certain um, times on the clock that um, like, I just, it's like, I'm not looking, but I suddenly see 1010 or 1111 or 222 or, you know, whatever it is. And then like, it's not even just the clock. But it, like, I remember I had this season where I saw 11-11 all the time, right? And of course, you have a little bit of your uh, neurology factoring in. Because remember, if you start to like look for it, you'll find it. That's what your reticular activating system does in the back of your brain. So you're shopping for the Chevy Malibu. You see the Malibus everywhere. Uh, 11-11, you start to wonder, like, why am I seeing all this? Is it significant? God, are you speaking through this? And then sure enough, you see 11-11 more. So there, there is that element going on and it doesn't negate that God's in it. You just have to be aware. That's also a thing. But I remember I had this one season and I was seeing 11-11 a lot and, and really, I would say, paying close attention to it and felt like God was in it. And then I was watching uh, a hockey game one day and the time, um, you know, the time stopped, like the puck got shot out of the stands or whatever. And the clock stopped and the clock stopped at 11-11. And, um, you know, and then like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what else it was, but I, you know, it's like, I ordered a dozen muffins from, from a coffee shop and they're like, Hey, I'm so sorry. We're out. Uh, we only have 11. Is that okay? Like it was just little things like that where it's like, okay, this is not just like my brain going crazy. This is like weird things happening. God, what are you saying? And interestingly enough, it's a funny underlying theme in this episode, but, um, 11 can mean transition. And I was in a major, I, I think that that actually, oh no, I was going to say that happened when, um, when I bought my car, but, um, I believe that season was actually just as my wife and I were getting married, uh, about to get married. And I was like 11s galore. Um, and a cool thing, just, uh, again, final follow through here. Uh, we started or we continued to see 11s after we got married and thought, okay, either we missed, like that wasn't what it meant or there's more transition. And then sure enough, uh, about eight months later, we bought a house, we moved city, and everything kind of changed. So um, and then we stopped seeing 11. So again, just funny how these things work and, and God moves in mysterious ways. And what I want to say to you, uh, to the guy who is looking to, to live life with more confidence, to grow in his integrity, and uh, you know, I'm gonna guess that maybe you are hoping to... Um, you know, to, to kick porn and masturbation and, and walk in more uh, sexual integrity, I want to encourage you um, to look out for these things. 
because one of the uh, one of the most important things it's not about God speaking something profound it's not about having this epic revelation or or this like profound symbolism it doesn't have to be anything crazy but what happens when you start to look for God speaking is you start to find him and as i mentioned before abandonment is the root of all roots and with if that is true then sometimes what we need more than anything else is just assurance that God is with us. That God is with us. This is why, why the statement Emmanuel or the name Emmanuel for Jesus, God with us, is so profound. Because we are all fundamentally wired to have that connection. So much so that abandonment is maybe our deepest and greatest fear. And, and when we know that God is with us, whether he speaks to us, whether we can feel his presence and we just have that sense he's with us, we read the, the words of scripture that comfort us where he says, yeah, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or you have these, these phenomena in your life and, and this kind of symbolism and things are going on and you, you maybe can't piece it all together right away, but you just know God's in it. it, it these things give us assurance uh, along the way for, for healing our heart, for finding greater security in ourselves. And as we know that the more you do that, uh, the greater the freedom you will walk in. So uh, I don't want this to be too long-winded, but I want to encourage you and I, I want to I just um, remind you that God is likely speaking and it is not uh, a matter of learning how to hear God. Usually it is learning to hear, the, or to sorry, it is learning to discover the ways God speaks. In other words, he's always talking. We just have to fine-tune our abilities to hear him and learn to discover the ways that he speaks. And, um, and so I, I encourage you. And, and remember, we are not doing this simply as a, a tool or spiritual exercise. This has potential to bring comfort and healing to the heart. And as, as it does that, you're going to walk in greater security, you're going to make better decisions and you're going to find yourself living a more godly life. So, hey, thanks for listening today. I really do hope that this episode uh, helps you walk in greater integrity, greater confidence and greater wisdom. I am cheering you on from the bottom of my heart. I'm cheering you on and, and, and just uh, championing you, like just encouraging you all the way. Go for it. Whatever your dreams are, uh, do it with integrity. Do it with confidence. Do it with excellence. Cheering you on. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.